Welcome to the Huntingtown FCA Overtime Podcast, where our aim is to build up and encourage high school athletes and students to grow and live out their faith. In every episode, we'll have real conversations with student athletes, exploring how God has impacted their lives and our community. We love hearing what you guys have to say, so please leave any feedback or suggestions in the comments of our Huntingtown FCA Instagram page. We hope you find this episode encouraging. The spooky season has been among us, and alas, the day is here. It's been among us. The spooky season? The spooky season has been, amo- has been among us, and now, today is the day. It is Halloween. Um, I feel like we could do a podcast on Halloween. Probably could. But not today. Not today on Halloween. We're not doing the podcast on Halloween about Halloween. Is that our intro? That is. <laughs> That's our intro. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, well, by the time you're listening to this, it's not going to be Halloween, but um, it'll probably be like Thanksgiving. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but welcome back, guys. This is um, episode. Honestly, I forgot. I think seven. 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 Let's yeah. go with seven. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to record episode seven yesterday, two days ago, but Tommy yeah. ditched us. There were some uh, difficulties within plans and stuff you know no problem so we had to we had to we had to uh what's the word pivot yeah we had to pivot our plans um which is fine because it's like it's gonna be a good one and pivoting in god's economy i think usually turns out for the best yes you know what i'm saying I th- yeah 100%. um first and foremost though christmas music acceptable tomorrow yes or no absolutely not well, then don't come into my classroom tomorrow or you the next day. You cannot play Christmas music <laughs> until after Thanksgiving. That's just like... Do you see um, my meme on the board of Miss Almer and Miss McNeil? What? <laughs> Wait, where am I looking? Oh, my... The, count, the Christmas music countdown? Is that weird? Um, when it says, when it's already Halloween, but your Christmas tree's still not up. Oh, uh, wait, is that, you, is that your guys' thing to, like, set up Christmas really That's my extremely thing. early? That's my thing. Oh I sent them a gosh. meme about what are your Halloween plans, and it said I'll just be setting up my tree. I, I, there's some houses in my neighborhood that has some of their Christmas decorations up. See? And I'm like, that is Listen, despicable. It brings me joy. Like, okay, after, like before Halloween, that's like that's despicable. But like, If Hallmark I can, can do it, anybody can do it. I can manage. Okay, wait. That's, they can get away with anything. <laughs> Why can't they get away with anything? Hallmark? Yeah. Because that's like Hallmark's thing. Do you know what they get away with? Really expensive cards. Yeah, that's also true. I went to try to go buy thank you cards for Life Church for their worship for Fields of Faith. Mm-hmm. And it's just a card that says thank you. It was $4.99. Yep. Why am I teaching? I could use my English degree to go write That's cards. what I, yeah. Yes, you could. You could do that. Hallmark's a scam. Not if you're in the business. <laughs> Anybody that works at Hallmark, I'm so sorry. But you know, Hallmark is still good for their Christmas movies. Oh, I've, know, already watched, sure that's... I've already watched two. Yep. But we're not here to talk about Hallmark or Christmas or Halloween or any other holiday. 
Um, but we are here to talk about something important. Um, and it is just Tommy and myself. Um, so, so sorry to anyone who was expecting guests. We do have some exciting guests coming on, yes. um, both from Huntingtown and Northern. Um, so we are excited for the future. Um, but one of the things that we just wanted to talk about um, in just this quick podcast is the idea, I guess it's not really the idea, it's just right up, what is the gospel? And I think a lot of people we see are claiming that title of Christian without actually having a relationship with Christ, right? Um, We know that Christian actually means little Christ, right? And we say, I'm a Christian, I believe in God. Or I'm a Christian, I go to church. So Tommy, as a student, Tell me, tell me kind of what you hear. What, when, people, when people say they're a Christian, or, or what, what, what do they say, what, is, what do they say that means? So what I've heard a lot is just the fact that like, yeah, I believe in God, um, or like, <clears throat> if I were to be like a religious person, I'd probably choose Christianity. Like I like the idea of it, um, things like that. And I feel like they don't really have a reason as to why they're not I mean I feel like they do they definitely have a reason but I just don't think they really thought it out that much or know like the significance of it um so they just they kind of get by with well I'm a good person or like yeah I believe that there's a God kind of like what you were saying I was actually talking with someone um that I brought to church Sunday afterward and we were talking and he was saying how like if you he was saying he was talking about like uh, like Islam and like Buddhism and other religions like that, and kind of the difference between that and Christianity. And he was like, "Well, if I were to like read up on it, you know, that I'd probably like be more inclined to follow Christianity, I guess." And I asked him like, "Well, why don't you like why don't you read the Bible?" And then he was like, "Well, I actually don't know." Yeah. So you know, it's just kind of cool to kind of see that perspective. Yeah. I, honestly, I think that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to put in the work to learn even about any of kind of these major ideas and, and, and religions and what, what, what have you, it would make a huge difference, but people don't. I mean, I say it all the time, and I totally stole it from uh, Ben Stewart, the pastor at Passion City Church DC, but he always talks about the person of Jesus, right? That there was everybody knows there was a Middle Eastern carpenter named Jesus that has impacted all of human history for 2,000 years. Why would you not, as just a person, want to learn more about one human being that has impacted all of mankind? Mm -hmm. Governments have been built around his teachings. why would you not want to learn about that? Yeah, what, even from a non-spiritual yes. standpoint. Yes, regardless of what you believe about you know, him being claiming to be the Son of God or not, you can't argue that any person in history has impacted history like Jesus. Why would you not want to know more about him, who he said he was, what he did, his life? I mean, shoot, think of all the people we learn about in school mm-hmm. who have nowhere near the influence that Jesus has had on mankind, right? Again, regardless of belief on where you stand with who he says he is, right? Um, and I think that's a very common thing as well. If I just, if I would actually 
take the time to look into it, I would maybe believe it, but I don't take the time. Um, and why do you think that, why do you think people don't take the time? Um, uh, kind of like I said, maybe they don't understand the true significance of it. Maybe it's just because, uh, well, in the case of one of my friends, he had a really bad experience, like, with the church. Um, so that kind of discouraged him from looking more into it. You know, it could be for kind of all sorts of reasons, like maybe the people that you hang out with. Or just the aspect of having to do work, I guess, you know, might be lazy. Um, I mean, I know I feel lazy, lazy sometimes and grow my faith. Um, so I can't imagine someone else who doesn't even really think it's important um, and trying to get them, like, jump-started to do it. I just think a lot of people, they really need to hear the gospel message, what it actually is, you know, and kind of what God can do for you, what he's capable of, if you, like, accept him into your life and learn more about um, having a relationship with Jesus because, like the Bible says, I can't remember what reference this is, but uh, seek and you shall find. If you do the work, and then you'll find them. Yeah, so we reference this term gospel. So if a student or a peer, I guess, in your sense, if a friend said, Tommy, what is the gospel, what would you say? So the gospel means, like the word gospel means good news, um, and that's talking about Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And so if I were to share that gospel, um, I would explain that uh, since the fall of man, we have all been sinners. We've all had that natural tendency and just like it's natural for humans to sin um, against God just because of our imperfection. And before God sent his son Jesus to earth um, to die for us on the cross, we it was impossible for us to bridge that gap between us and God because sin ultimately separates us from God. Uh, and it wasn't until Jesus died on the cross and arose again that we could then have that relationship with God because, again, I can't remember exactly the reference, but um, Jesus says that he's the way, the truth, and the life, that no one gets to the Father except through him. And so it is only through Jesus that we are able to have that relationship um, with God. Yeah. So John fourteen six is that reference? Yes, um, Just for future. Um, I'm also really terrible with Bible references. Don't worry. So let's go back to the beginning. And you said that we're all sinful. And we know the Bible tells us that, Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yep. Um, but what does that mean? Because I think a lot of people, they look and say, well, my life is fine. I don't do this. I don't, I mean, shoot, there was, what, a big old party last weekend. I didn't go to the party. I didn't drink. I didn't, I don't curse. I don't sleep around. I don't, so I'm fine. But what, what is, what is sin, like, what does that mean to be sinful? So, <clears throat> You can't not be sinful because, like I said, we're not perfect. So what, what is sin then? It's something that separates us from God, uh, anything unholy and unrighteous. So, I mean, anything from telling a lie, you know, to murder, everything is weighted the same um, in God's judgment. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... Like you said, like God is holy, he's perfect, he's just, he's righteous, he's loving, he's merciful, he's, he's all these things, right? But when it comes to the holiness of God, he cannot be around sin. And he's mm -hmm. called us to a clear standard, right? And, and none of us have been able to 
to reach that, right? Um, and, and you kind of listed some of the things we do, and Jesus even takes it further and brings it to the heart, right? Where, you know, he said, if you've looked at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery with her in, her heart, in your heart. If you have anger towards somebody in your heart, you, it's like murder, right? So he brings it not even further from the actual doing to the heart, right? And, and we know that not one of us can say, we haven't had some thought about somebody. We haven't gossiped about somebody. Lies. We've all fallen short of God's holy standard, right. right? So what's the problem with that? What's the problem? Well, I just it's just it's just a little. I just am a little. Like, what is that? What, what's our problem? Our problem is that it ultimately separates us from God, and when we're separated from God, um, we we don't have. I guess we, we can't have salvation. Um, like, if we have that mindset that, oh, I only do, like, these little sins. Um, like, I, I lie sometimes, you know, but they don't really hurt anyone. Um, that mindset can get you into a lot of trouble because that's kind of the thing where you're, like, lukewarm. And what I mean by that is, like, you're living in sin, but you don't think that your sins have any real impact on your life. Uh, it, it, may, it might not have any impact on your earthly life, but for eternity, um, when you sin and you don't repent, you're, you're always going to be separated from God, and you're not going to be able to have that, um, that gift of salvation because you are choosing to live apart from God. Yeah. Um, you brought up lukewarm Christianity. I feel like that's another thing we could do a, a podcast all yeah, about. For sure. Kind of go back to, like, Nevaeh's Sleeping Saints. Right, you could even argue that there's no such thing as a lukewarm Christian. Like mm-hmm. that's true. You're either all in or you're all out. There's really no in between ground, right? Um, but I think one of the misconceptions that I think both of us see in in students is, well, okay, I get that I'm a sinner. I get that I'm sinful. I can see that I mess up and I make mistakes but I believe in God, or I go to church, or I go to FCA, or I read the Bible a few times. Um, I got confirmed. I did communion. I did all these things, so I'm fine. What, what, where does that kind of fall into play? Um, what would you tell somebody who, who responds like that? So I think a really good example of that whole situation is kind of laid out in the book of James, um, where basically the main point, at least in the chapters that we've been, we've actually been going through James in the boys' huddle, um, and right now we're in chapter two, which tells us that faith, having faith, is not knowing the facts. It's not, yeah, I know God, I believe in God, I believe that he was a person, I believe that he died um, and rose again from the dead. It's not knowing that, but it's actually accepting that and having it change your life. If someone claims that they know God and that they are a Christian, their lives will reflect that belief. So if you, like we kind of discussed this before, like if you claim one thing and then your life is not affected by it in any way as far as like your actions go and the way that you choose to live, then you don't really have faith. That's not saving faith. Yeah, it's like how many people could give you the stats of LeBron James and um, rally off all the stats of their favorite football players or, their, or Taylor Swift's music and, 
and you know all these things about these people, but if that person saw you on the street, they would be like, get this weirdo away from me, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the same thing. It's the same thing we do with, with Christ is I can tell you all the facts about the Bible, right? I can tell you, I personally can. I got a long way yeah. to go. Uh, but I could tell you all the things. I could tell you that I'm sinful, that Jesus died for me. That, But if I haven't believed in my heart that that's true, you know, Romans 10 tells us if you confess with your mouth that uh, Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. If I don't believe that to be true in my heart, then all of my head knowledge doesn't matter. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people are. They've grown up in church. Um, they they know they can tell you all the answers. Right. They kind of know the quote unquote Sunday school answer. Yep, yeah. Right. But like you said, the fruit of their life doesn't look anything like how Jesus has called us to look. There's no repentance for sin. There's no confession to one another. There's no fellowshipping with believers. There's no time in God's word. There's no loving people there's no serving people there's no putting people first um so some of the responses that i have heard when you know talking about that is well it sounds then like perfection so when i'm come to know the lord am i then supposed to be perfect how would you answer that absolutely not um and even like Jesus knows that we're not perfect, God knows we're not perfect, but it's by the grace and mercy of God that we are able to be forgiven. Um, and it's because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection that we are able to have forgiveness because when Jesus died, he paid the ultimate penalty with his life. Um, he, paid, he paid the price for all of our sins. Uh, so. Jesus died for every sin that you have ever committed, every sin that you will commit. And so we, we are supposed to come to God the way that we are, um, come as you are, and ultimately find, find peace uh, within that relationship with Jesus. We're, we're sitting here talking about how like, terrible we are um, and how, like, yeah, we'll never be perfect. But the life that God is calling us to live is not a life of perfection. Rather, it's a life of striving for perfection. Um, and that's kind of the difference between someone who has that relationship with Jesus versus someone who doesn't. Because when you personally believe and have accepted um, Jesus into your life, uh, like Rolandi said, the fruits of your life will be changed. And so when we sin, when we fall short, we're, we're going to realize that what we have done is wrong and we're going to desire to repent and we're going to desire that close intimate relationship with God again yeah it's um, kind of that idea of conviction versus condemnation yeah. I think we talked about it on here before right that when I had the Holy Spirit in me which we know happens once I've accepted Christ as my Savior when I fall short I am convicted right I, I'm convicted that wow that's not the choice I need to be making right and then I repent you know I, I confess it to other other believers who can you know whether if it's something I'm really struggling with, they can hold me accountable, pray with me, talk with me, right? And I think one of the problems with not getting that right is people assume, well, I'm a child of God. God's always going to be with me. I, ha I get all these benefits and promises of God, but that doesn't, that's not the case, right? The Bible, in fact, 
without Christ, the Bible calls us enemies of God, right? We're not a child of God. We don't get the promises of God. We don't get anything of God because we're still separated from God. If we don't have that saving relationship in Christ, I don't get to claim child of God. I don't get to claim redeemed. I don't get to claim saved. I don't get to claim any of it. Mm -hmm. I don't get to claim the promises that God will never leave me or forsake me. I don't get to claim the promises uh, of salvation and eternity with him. I don't get that. Um, And I think that's a really dangerous place when people claim to be Christian but don't have a relationship with Jesus. That's what I'm very um, wary of when I ask people to tell me their story, to tell me, and there's no mention of Jesus, that's kind of when the the little red alert goes off and try to dig more. Because if my story only includes I know God, well, then we got to do a little heart searching. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we've said it a bunch of times, right? Even, even the demons know there is a God. They know Jesus is, they don't accept Jesus as Lord, but they know, right? Um, God tells us he's placed his word on our hearts. Creation proclaims his majesty, his glory. But that doesn't mean we all know God. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a good thing to ask yourself um, to, I guess, evaluate where you are as far as your faith goes is you may know Jesus, but did Jesus know you? Um, Because when you're in a relationship with someone, like you said about, like, you can know everything about your favorite athlete or your favorite um, singer or whatever actor um but if you go up to them and start spinning facts about their lives they're going to be like like what the heck is this kid doing like calling security up on you but if they know you then that's a relationship um relationships aren't one way right they're like mutual and so not only do we have to know who jesus is but we but jesus also has to know who we are um and that's that's where it comes in um, to having surrendering yourself to Jesus and living the life that we are called to live. Yeah, I think I think that's it. It's that surrender piece, and I think that surrender piece really keeps people from going all in. Like mm-hmm. they're okay with claiming to be Christian and they're claiming God, but they don't want to surrender their life. They don't want to surrender their wants, their desires, what's going to make them quote unquote happy. They don't want to surrender that and give their life to Christ so they're they're content with well I'm okay I know God I know God and I'm going to live however I want right and I think that's I think that's what you really hit the nail on the head there with it's it really is that surrender piece and that is a really hard thing for people to do is to say I'm going to give up the things of the world to gain the things of eternity namely my creator so any final Final thoughts, final points on the gospel, what the gospel is, gospel message. Yeah, so I'm just going to say we've mentioned it before, but really um, do the the work. Do that research, you know, um, open the Bible. There's tons of websites out there um, about commentary and just uh, resources that we have to learn and know more like we, we shouldn't have an excuse as to why we um don't know something about the bible or something about jesus and even from like a non-spiritual perspective uh it's it's insane how much jesus has impacted humanity um 
compared to other figures in history. And honestly, it's just you, you, get, you gain new life. Um, and when we have that relationship with Jesus, the desires of our hearts will be changed and the desires of our hearts will be met, um, which ultimately gives us a very fulfilling um, life. So I just say do the, do the work. Yeah. Um, so I'll just leave you with Acts 4.12. And there is salvation in no one else, i.e. no one else but Jesus. Uh, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Right. Um, so hopefully, guys, this was helpful. Um, we just wanted to give you uh, or give anyone who listens a, just a short little resource of what the gospel is. Um, you know, and if you haven't given your life to the Lord, you know, there's no better time than to, to turn this off and to go do it. If you've got questions, reach out to any of our leaders. Um, hit us up on our Instagram page. But thanks again for listening. We love you guys. Good luck to our soccer team and our field hockey team in their regional finals tonight. Yes, sir. And we'll catch you guys next week. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, uh, please share. Leave any comments, questions, concerns. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Love you guys. Bye.